The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. Welcome to another episode of How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the OSA Foundation Incorporated. Yours truly, Jack Furlong, with you as we talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sportsmanship is concerned. This is the first episode of the month of December. The year is 2023. Cannot believe it's already December. My God, where's the time going? As always, check us out online at osafoundation.org. You can contact the show via email with the address podcast at osafoundation.org. And as always, find us on the interwebs of social media, facebook.com slash osafoundation, Twitter and Instagram at osafoundation, hashtag how you play the game. I'm flying solo again today because uh, our producer engineer, Sean Ryan, is uh, kind of like me, swamped with work after we came back from our vacation, which was very, very lovely, uh, but... I don't know if you've had this experience. You get back from vacation and you need a vacation again because you're already swamped with everything that you didn't do during vacation. That's pretty much what the two of us have experienced so far. And then you throw in Thanksgiving to you know put a giant pause on it, and here we are. So it'll be a quick one today as we uh, try and uh, get you through it and whatnot, but we hope you enjoyed the episode regardless, and uh, I'm sure that Sean will be back with us uh, in our next episode. So there are two things we wanted to look at today. Uh, the first one... Uh, is uh, a little bit more recent than than the second one, uh, and that is uh, a question of integrity that has come out because of the uh, new NBA in season tournament. So essentially, if you if you don't know what this is, uh, the National Basketball Association has implemented this idea of an in season tournament. Uh, to kind of give some of the regular season games early on in the season a little bit of that postseason feel, you know, almost like the, um, you know, like the NCAA tournament and whatnot. And what they do is they are giving away a large chunk of money to the team that wins the entire tournament. Uh, and it also happens to, you know, kind of coincide with the regular season. So, you know, I think the first round of, the, of all the, the um, round-robin games are all considered regular season games, and then they'll start to... Uh, you know, kind of pair them off and send them to send the, the teams that advance into that knockout stage and whatnot. Um, but it's 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 kind of an interesting idea. Some people like it, some people don't like it, etc. Okay, and that's fine, totally fine. Um, what is what has happened here though was that in uh, Group B uh, on the on on the um, in the Eastern Conference, uh, the New York Knicks ended up finishing second behind the Milwaukee Bucks uh, because uh, they ended, first of all, they, they defeated the Charlotte Hornets 115-91 to uh, and, and secured the, the sole wild card spot in the Eastern Conference via tiebreaker because of their point differential in the preliminary round. So essentially what's happening is you've got the three groups in each conference, A, B, and C on the East and A, B, and C on the West, etc. And the top team in each conference is the one, or in, the, in each group is the one that advances. And then there's one wild card that comes out out of the second place teams. Um, 
so you get you get eight total teams advancing, four in the East and four in the West. And the Knicks are getting that wild card spot in the East. And the reason for that is because of a tiebreaker. They tied with other pe- other teams, and their point differential is what they, t- they use as a tiebreaker. Okay, what that means is how many more points did they score than their opponents? And the players on the Knicks said you know, have have come out and basically said this is kind of weird because you're essentially disrespecting the game to run up the score for the purposes of a tiebreaker. And the reason that this struck a chord with me was because if you read our book on sportsmanship, which is available on Amazon, we actually have a whole chapter on running up the score. And there's a point in the in that chapter where we talk about this. If you go back to the WBC, the World Baseball Classic, uh, a couple of iterations ago, there was, a, there was a big fight that happens between, I believe it was Team Mexico and Team Canada. And what had happened was with uh, Canada winning big, um, in a later inning, uh, the catcher for uh, Canada laid down a bunt to lead off an inning to get on. And it was viewed as disrespectful uh, because, it, you know, you, you call off the dogs because the, the lead is you know, very large and the game is practically secure. And so it, it, it ended up turning into a beanball war and, you know, benches were cleared and, and, and fights broke out and whatnot. And the re, but, but it was because of run differential. The Canadian team had done their homework to realize that in the event of a tiebreaker, the team that advances is the one with the better run differential. So they realized they realized early on they've got to run up the score to assist them with the tiebreaker, and so when when we examined this in the book, we said, look, we're not fans of running up the score, but when you have the smarts to realize that this is what happens, the onus is on you to do that, and you know you can feel bad, you know, and whatnot, but it is your fiduciary duty to to do that in order to try and advance. Um, and we 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 kind of said to Team Mexico in in that story, sorry, but you've you know you, you have to un- you have to do the homework to understand that this is not disrespecting the game in this context. There is a reason that it's being done, and it's not to rub it in your face, okay? And the same thing has happened here. The same thing has happened here in the in season tournament, okay? Um, a lot of a lot of the Knicks have come out and just said like this is this this just isn't isn't cool. You know, um, you know, there, there, and then the same thing happened with, uh, with the Cleveland Cavaliers where, you know, they, they were trying to respect the game, uh, but at the same time trying to score. It was just, it was just a really, really weird situation. Um, you know, so I guess, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that, Although we want you to respect your opponents, although we want you to play the game the right way, okay, which which I, I totally understand, and you, you will get the sense when you read our book, okay? We want you to do all of those things. Don't run up the score. But you also have to do your homework. You also have to understand, whether you like it or not, that this is what is important in the purposes of helping your team for a tie-breaking scenario. And there are plenty of people who, who have come out and said, if you don't like it, play better. 
you know, and, and, and I respect that too, you know, because that, there's a lot of validity to that argument. You don't like the fact that they're rubbing it in your face. You've got to play better. I, I agree with that as well. I, I, I have a foot in both pools there because I think it's a both and it's not an either or. You can respect the game and say, I don't think that it's right to be doing this. But at the same time, there's validity to the other argument where it's like, look, rather than, you know, cry about it, it's 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 on you to play better to be to 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 stop it from happening and that's essentially what has happened here again so i i i i implore you as an audience to consider this and to say we we do need to do our homework in understanding why these things are happening it's never as simple as what we just perceive on the surface so so take a look at this stuff before you start forming an opinion okay and and realize that if if this is the way that ties are settled, you 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 have the right and and the job to to do this. Okay, I'm sorry. That's just that's. And if you don't like it, I get it. Okay, it's not. This isn't meant to be something where I'm saying, pick a side and that's it. You know, I understand all of this. I really do, and I think all of us do. But we we do need to be a bit more empathetic and understanding to these rules. It's that simple. Okay. Similarly, you know, as we talk about what's what's you know how we look at these things with what's going on on the surface and whatnot, the other thing that came out uh, within the past couple of weeks is the fact that Major League Baseball has awarded the 2025 All Star Game to the Atlanta Braves, and the reason that this is significant is because the Atlanta Braves were supposed to host the game in 2021. And what ended up happening was Major League Baseball took the game from them in corporate response to what was happening politically in the state of Georgia. Okay, and they and they moved the game from Atlanta to Colorado. Now that that's a couple of years behind us, Major League Baseball just came out, gave the game to the Braves and has made no reference whatsoever to why the game was taken away from them in 2021 in the first place. Think about that for a second. Nothing has changed. Absolutely nothing has changed since then. And yet now the Braves are allowed to host the game. I understand that baseball took it away because they saw it as uh, detrimental to their bottom line. Okay, the, the situation that was happening at that time, they realized if our best players may not come to the game out of some sort of social protest, then they, we need to do something about that because we need to be making as much money from this as we possibly can. I understand that, and I, I respect that because that's capitalism. Okay, But at the same time, do we not have a moral obligation to just say, maybe we should kind of just read this for what it is? And this is me talking, okay? This is, not, you know, we have the, the disclaimer at the beginning of every episode uh, for this reason. This is me talking, and you don't have to agree with this, and you don't have to, you, you please don't think that this is how all of OSIP feels, okay? But the whole thing that was happening in Georgia at that time politically was about the voting laws, and the fanboy experience is what drove this. And we've we've looked at the fanboy experience in some of our episodes and in our book and whatnot, okay? The 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 media and the left really tried to paint this whole thing as some sort of racist uh, voting issue 
as if it was making it difficult for uh, certain groups of people to vote in Georgia in order to try and sway the election. If you actually go in and read the rules, read, read the laws, read the documentation, the words that were printed, okay, and try and try and see it and use your own reasoning. And then even if you want to then read articles on both sides in order to help you formulate an opinion, I think it's pretty easy to see that that is simply not true. Okay, the, the voting laws that were happening in Georgia that, that gained all these attention, all this attention, was really trying to make it easier for people to vote. Think about that again, okay? The voting laws that were such a problem in 2021 that caused this backlash were trying to make it easier to vote, and yet the, the political powers that be, well, it's the left, I'm sorry, you know, you're free to disagree with me, totally respect that, basically turned it into something that it was not in order to gain momentum and political favor. And that then affected the game of baseball and the All-Star game and so many other things. And now we're at a point where the Atlanta Braves are given the game again and nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. So why do they get the game now? Why was it okay to take the game then? Because you were going to lose money because some of your players were going to boycott it? Well, then shame on those players for not doing their homework. Shame on those players for just for for being the the superstars and the quote-unquote role models and not doing a service to the people that follow them and and trying to make some sort of political statement. Let's be honest, if we're looking to our athletes for political statements, that's an indictment on us too, okay? With all due respect, I'm not going to my athletes, the athletes that I watch, for political advice. I'd like to believe that I have the brain power to come up with my own opinions. And that's one of the reasons that I, I, I try not to put these, these, these athletes on a pedestal, because they're bound to let us down once we start finding that stuff out. It's that simple, folks. It's that simple. Major League Baseball did all of this for money, but by doing that, and, and, and they are allowed to do that because of money, but by skirting the moral obligation to not play into this, essentially, or to not be truthful, it, it has become something really, really bad. I would have had more respect for baseball if they literally came out back in 2021 and said, look, we're going to move the All-Star game because... We feel that many of our players won't participate in the All-Star game because of what's going on. Good, bad, or indifferent, that's what's happening. And we have a job to do, which is to showcase our best players and to make money. Okay? And as a result of us wanting to make money and, and whatnot, we've decided to move the game so that those players don't boycott it. You know what? If they came out and said it like that, I would have been like, all right, sucks. Absolutely sucks, but it is what it is, you know? So, I, I, I really hesitate to, to buy into this as if, as if this is all okay. Because it's not. It's, I, I, and, and, but the solution here is to ask people to pull the lens back and see this stuff for what it is. And you are free to disagree with me on this, okay? 
That's one of the beauties of this. I'm not asking people to jump on the bandwagon that I'm putting there and saying, and say that's that's how it should be. But I do feel it is an obligation in the name of sportsmanship to say I have the right to this opinion. This is what I think and feel. And if you and if you do the research, I think you would find the same thing. And I think a lot of people who would not agree with me on that do so because maybe they're afraid to admit that they're wrong. Maybe they're afraid to say that what we've what we've been taught or what they've been taught and what they've been told to believe just isn't what it is and and they're afraid of of learning something new learning what you know what might arguably be reality you know it's kind of the same thing that that you see in the matrix you know when when neo realizes that you know what reality truly is he he gets sick he cannot he he, he cannot understand that that's that's a that's a human response that i understand okay so I guess I would just try and caution people to understand in this situation that nothing changed here, okay? Read this for what it is. You don't have to boycott the game. You can still, you can still enjoy the All-Star game in Atlanta next in 2025, all right? But, but let's wake up to what's really happening here. It was, it was a money grab. It was kind of a crappy thing to do. And it was motivated by the fact that the, 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 the mob of that crowd had an opinion that, in my opinion, did not align with the truth. And it was that, not facts, not reality, that swayed so much to happen. And that's a shame. And that's poor sportsmanship. All right, good sportsmanship in that situation is to say, Let's, we, we have to act on fact. We have, to act, we have to take a step back and see the forest for the trees. Okay? That's, I, I really, truly believe that. And again, you're free to disagree, but that's, that's where I'm standing with this thing. All right? And I feel bad because I know Sean really wanted to comment on that. You know, he and I had been talking about that. And, you know, maybe the next time when he comes on, he'll, he'll have a chance to, uh, to edify and opine. But uh, that's where we stand. So uh, that's all for today. Glad you can be with us as, you, uh, as, as I uh, talk with you there. And um, we'll talk to everybody in uh, about two weeks as the, uh, the winter grows upon us. Uh, but remember, check us out at osafoundation.org. Contact the show via email with the address podcast at osafoundation.org. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm sorry, Facebook is facebook.com slash osafoundation. And Twitter and Instagram at osafoundation, hashtag how you play the game. So uh, that's it for now. We'll talk to everybody really, really soon. And until then, treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation, Incorporated. The producer-engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by SoundSpring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osipfoundation.org.